on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am sick. My whole family is sick. I'm powering through it, supporting this show for the loyal three listeners. I appreciate all of you, all three of you. I hope you appreciate me doing this. I'm not feeling great. Um, Because of that, I didn't watch Dynamite this week. Luckily, Joe did. Uh, Joe's always always there to watch all the wrestling for me. Never never skips a show. Not even right, Joe. NXT. Yep. Uh, and then we like we've got a decent amount of news this week. Uh, none of it's super big, but we'll go over all of that. And then it's just a weekly recap show, like we said last week. Um, no retro B ratings this week. Took a break because WrestleMania was the week before. Um, yeah, and because I'm sick. <clears throat> That might that might be the only the 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 beer crack you just heard might be the only beer I drink during the show. I don't know. I do have another one sitting here, but I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. We'll see. I'm stone cold sober right now. I just have to get it all out there. I'm a huge bitch. Um. Yep. <laughs> all right. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT Russell Pod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 101 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. Still not Chad. Still haven't, still haven't, we're still waiting, waiting for Chad to come back. He'll be back soon, allegedly. Not to say that for legal purposes. Uh, But let's start with the news, Joe. We're going to have a shorter episode today. Luckily, there's a decent amount of news to go over. Not luckily, none of it's like super crazy. Where do you want to start? You want to start WWE, AEW? Let's go WWE. Okay. Um, I'll start with the thing at the top of my list, which is probably the oldest piece of news. Uh, Logan Paul got a new deal. So his deal had expired at WrestleMania or like right after that. I guess that's when his, like when his deal was supposed to expire. So, um, they did you see the pictures online of this uh yes it was hilarious. okay so, so so when logan paul signed his original contract he did the classic uh triple h pointing at him shaking a hand shaking his hand or whatever the classic triple h signing someone picture um so logan paul re-upped his new deal and all they did was photoshop it they just changed the they changed the the color of the prime bottle and the color of his jacket and literally the entire the the rest of the picture is entirely the same which uh spouted off a bunch of new memes this week where they photoshopped the photoshop with like CM Punk's face on it and Kenny Omega's face on it and i i don't remember who else like probably like Jay White or something i, I don't remember but it was it was very funny yeah it was what what did they they turned all the blue in the picture yellow or something like that so they turned the jacket yellow and the prime bottle i think it either was blue or it was green and then it's his jacket and changed the, it to the and other the prime color. were blue and they turned the jacket and the prime bottle yellow is that what okay yeah i i just know about the jacket it's just so funny because somebody posted the picture side by side and was like oh my god i can't believe they did this and i was like like if if they would have just put po- like if nobody would have found this no like you would have never known because nobody remembers the old Triple H pointing at him picture but I'm so glad that the internet exists 
for things like this. Just somehow people remember stuff like that, or I don't know, somebody has enough time in their day and also has the thought to look at the old picture to be like, huh, I wonder how different these pictures are. And yeah. they discover that. <laughs> it was just insanely funny to see. Um, all right. Another piece of WWE news revolves around Drew McIntyre, Joseph. Uh, he is unhappy with his WWE booking and pay. Allegedly. According to somebody and also allegedly. Um, so you said allegedly first. Are you buying that? It could happen. We don't know. I just don't know what he could be so unhappy about. Like, I, it, it also doesn't like I, I think I just read the headline, obviously, because it's me. So I don't know how unhappy he is. Uh, he should be getting paid main event money. Hopefully he is because he is that good. He's just not in a spot right now because Roman's still the champ to challenge again. Like he just he just fought him in September at Clash the Castle. And I, w- I would have to wonder if that's one of the reasons why he's unhappy is like because Roman is still champ, he can't get as many title shots. There's no room for anybody else to advance. Yeah, that too. Like, I don't know. I just put you in a tough spot. Like he's had the feud with Sheamus and then they teamed up and then they had the match at Mania with Gunther. Like he's been doing really well. So I don't know. But uh, he also doesn't really have any direction right now that I can think of. Was he on TV this week? I don't know. He wasn't. Uh, That's what I thought. Like Sheamus was on TV this week and we'll get to that when we get to SmackDown. But I mean, it looks like him and Gunther are going to run it back, but without Drew. So that kind of points to the fact that there could be some validity there. But I don't know. Yeah, there definitely could, but there's no way of knowing. There really isn't. Not without talking to the man himself. Vince McMahon. Um, Speaking of Gunther, who I just talked about, um, WWE apparently, allegedly, keep saying that, is pitching a match between him and Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Could it, would it, should it be for the Intercontinental Championship? Would Gunther still be the champion by then? I don't know if he has to go all the way till then to still be Intercontinental Champion or to 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 break Honky Tonk Man's record. Sorry. Um, so I don't I don't know. I don't really see Lesnar as somebody that challenges for anything other than the world title. Yeah, that's because that's fair. all he's ever done. But. But what? But what if he does? I just, I I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I just don't think he would. I don't think they would do that with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Also, is Vince still booking his matches? I don't know. Is Vince even alive? I wish he wasn't. That is actually a very valid question because I, the, the WWE I watched this week had no signs of Vince McMahon. Yeah, it was great. Getting his dirty little hands on the show and the his script. Stupid little dyed Bitch hands. hands. Dyed hands? Oh, why do you yeah, say that? Because oh, do you think his hair color is natural? No, but why oh, would his hands be dyed? Because he was putting the hair dye in. But that wouldn't dye his hands. I think that just washes off. No, nah, I'm sure. I'm sure it makes a little bit of a stain. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I've never dyed, dyed my, hair my hair before. I don't either. I should. I'm very gray. Very. I'm way more gray than somebody who's not 30 years old yet should be. I'll just leave it at that. Um. All right. Last piece of WWE news before we get to the two pieces of AEW news. Uh, this was just reported today on Thursday. The Saudi show that was originally called King of the Ring slash Queen of the Ring is now being changed to Knight of Champions. Okay. So are people defending? I don't know. That's all I know. Didn't read any, didn't read into any of it. You know, I'm, I'm very uninformed. 
I don't really care to be that informed about a lot of stuff. I prefer to be surprised by my wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, if I read something that I don't want to, I usually get pretty upset about that. But it, the thing that I thought of when I saw this was the whole, um, triple H once remember when he became head of creative and there was that big rumor going around that they were going to get rid of like the themed B show pay-per-views. Yeah. I don't think night of champions really falls into one of those categories of like, we should really get rid of this, like the hell in a cell or the TLC pay-per-views or elimination chamber. Yeah. Things like that. It's not necessarily a gimmick pay-per-view. It's more like a battle of the belts. Yeah. So I don't mind it and I don't I wouldn't mind if that's like just what they called the Saudi show every year. Like that'd be kind of cool. No, we're I getting the crown jewel in, in the fall time. Are we? I think so. Probably. Sounds like something they would do. We we're did getting we have a crown Sa- did we have a crown jewel last year? Yes. Was Logan, that the Logan was that Paul. the Hell in a Cell match? Oh yeah, the Logan Paul match. Was that also the Rollins Edge Hell in a Cell? No, I thought that was the year before. It might be. I I I don't know. Time is a construct. Um. Okay. AEW news. Um. Quick one. Sky Blue is all elite, which that got reported this week. Um. I didn't realize that she wasn't a contracted wrestler with AEW yet. She's I didn't been. Either. Yeah, she has. I feel like she's been there for at least six months to a year. I just yeah. kind of assumed that she was all elite already. So I guess good for her. So. <laughs> uh, and then the last bit of news, CM Punk. Um, I think a lot of this got talked about on Dax Harwood's podcast where uh, Punk definitely wants to come back to wrestling. I saw something today that his, he's looking at a timetable of a June return. Uh, so, I mean, maybe that's when he would do it. I don't know, but he wants, apparently wants to come back and also wants to work with the elite. I don't know how the other side feels about that, but that's what's being reported. So here's the thing about CM Punk is I think he's done, man. Like he might not know he's done, but I don't think he's exciting anymore. Much like if if Jeff Hardy were to return, I wouldn't be that excited. Other people might be, but I wouldn't be. Okay, but counterpoint, since CM Punk had returned to wrestling, it's like since he returned with AEW, he's been a face the whole time. Yeah. If, no, if heard, and when he returns, if and when he returns, heel CM Punk could light that fire inside of you again make you want to see him more yeah i don't know i do want to see him get his ass beat you don't think so it could happen but i don't know i there's just not that level of of excitement in me anymore damn joe that's that's dark no it's not (laughs) you're not having feeling you're not having feelings about CM Punk? No, I'm not. Just anything like that? No, like CM Punk's not even on my mind most days. You just don't feel anything anymore? Nothing about CM Punk. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get into the weekly wrestling recap then. We'll start with SmackDown. Joe, I'll let you I'll let you lead off on all the shows what you want to talk about the most. What do you want to start with? All right. Smackdown. Let's talk about. I don't know, man. Was there anything major to talk about? Did we get a Jameso versus Sami Zayn match? Did you watch Smackdown? Yeah, I did. We did get a Sami Zayn versus Jey Uso match. Uh, J one. I actually don't know. Um, yeah, I think it was with interference from Solo. Like 
any match with the Usos now and Roman. Yeah, yeah, or with Solo when and we'll get to that on Monday. Um. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Jay beat Sammy because of the interference. Um, I could be totally wrong because I didn't write it down. But yeah, I know um, a lot of people are really upset now, just like all of a sudden about the bloodline interference in every single match. And it's just so formulaic and it just really sucks. Uh, but after that match was over, uh, Riddle came out to join the fight. So now <clears throat> I think, so we, we had talked previously before May, before WrestleMania happened, what the backlash uh, main event could be. We had talks of uh, a rematch, a triple threat match that involved Seth Rollins. And we also talked about a six man tag between the Usos and Roman versus Sammy, Kevin and Cody. Well, now Riddle's in the mix, which obviously Cody is going to be wrestling Brock Lesnar, most likely at Backlash. And it doesn't seem like Roman's going to be part of the show. No, so, I don't think he's going to be there at all. I think that will be probably not main event since Cody and Lesnar is going to be a match, most likely at Backlash. That's really what it seems like, especially based off of Cody's promo on Raw, which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, it seems like that six man tag is going to be Sammy, Kevin and Riddle versus the Usos and solo mm -hmm. and Roman will be nowhere to be found. Not even in the same country. Yeah, probably not. Almost definitely not. He's too good to make the trip to Puerto Rico. He's just turned into Brock Lesnar. I agree. That's basically what's happened. And now Lesnar's wrestling on backlash. And going to Puerto Rico. Yep. yep. Um, all right. Let's see. I think the other big news from SmackDown, Joe, was the announcement on TV. We knew this was coming eventually. Uh, the draft is coming soon. That's true. So they had Triple H go out there. We had some speculation as far as like what Triple H could be going out there to do uh, one when we recorded last week. And that was when we thought like maybe Vince Vince could still have his uh, his, his died his died hands all over the all over the, the script. And that he might be trotting Triple H out there to kind of calm the crowd down when they're trying to hijack Smackdown. From what I saw, there wasn't really any of that. Which or is they good. just turn the crowd mics down. Yeah, they could have done that too. But Triple H was out there, announced that they're going to be doing the draft. And really, my biggest hope with the draft, we could talk about draft stuff at another week when we figure out when it actually is. I'm going to, I'm going to assume it's going to be the Monday and Friday after Backlash. Okay, It would almost have to be because it would be dumb to do it before then. Um. But in my opinion, this has to be like how they get the title split. Is the draft? It, if they're going to do it, like why the fuck not? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it would make a lot of sense to do it that way. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. WWE hasn't made sense of this whole thing for the past year. It's very true. They're I'm not, just really not going to strip getting... Roman of a title. I really feel that way. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm just getting really tired of it. Or, um, I mean, some people have said they they would like just create a new title and then Roman's title would just be one, yeah. one belt. So I don't know. People are really hopeful that Triple H would bring back the big gold belt. Uh, a lot of people who are a lot smarter than us about this have said that they will never give up the belts. Like they're not going to give up the belts that have the big WWE logo on them. Like they're not going to stop doing those. So yeah, who knows? We have the draft coming that that's, that was that for SmackDown. Um, everything else was pretty small. Uh, like I said, it doesn't seem like Vince was there. The report said he wasn't there. He also wasn't there on Monday. Um, 
already talked about this, but it looks like Sheamus and Gunther are still going to be feuding. So I guess they might have a match at Backlash. And the only other thing was uh, Rey Mysterio was in a tag match with Santos against Priest and Sub. Mm, yes. I, yeah, that sounds right. And all I could think of was like, not even two weeks before this, Rey Mysterio was so against hitting his own son. And now he's, and like, now he's just having matches kid. with him all the time. Yeah. It just, you know, I asked WWE, I, I'm hopeful WWE makes sense sometimes. And then this just, uh, it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. He was hell-bent on never hitting his son. Then he did it. They had a match. Ray won. And now he's just still hitting his son. I mean, what a terrible father. Who would hit their son that many times? That many times. That's I get it. Word. I get it for one match, you know. You got to teach him a lesson. Or one misspent time, you know. Yeah. He taught him a lesson. Should be over. But I don't know. You got anything else for SmackDown? It wasn't that great of a show. It just wasn't as bad as Raw. Yeah, exactly. It it definitely uh, did not have Vince's fingerprints all over it, but it still wasn't great. It, it was mostly just because like it seemed like nothing eventful on it happened other than the draft announcement and like Riddle joining Sammy and Kevin, which oh, really isn't even that eventful. And Raquel and Liv earning a number number one contest contender match. I thought that was on Raw the week before. No, it was on the it was on SmackDown, right? You might be right. There's no I I honestly don't remember. No, because I remember talking about it last week and being like upset that like because I remember talking about how the Prophets won the fatal four, their fatal four way at Mania, and they got to face Sammy and Kevin on Monday last week, mm. not for the titles. And then Ronda and Shayna, who won their match at Mania, have not been seen since. Yeah, probably injury, like we said last week. But yeah, they had. They, I think they had the number one contendership match at the Raw after Mania. Okay. So yeah. Speaking of Raw, not the Raw after Mania, Joe, but the one after that. What do you want to talk about for that? Um, Cody did call out Brock. Yes. Um, there was more along the lines of the Otis getting recruited storyline. Okay. And I think we should talk about Trish. Becky and Lita. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about Trish. Okay. So I ha remind me to talk about something I saw on Twitter this week before we move on from this subject, but I'll just kind of lay out what happened earlier in the show. Lita was shown backstage. She had gotten attacked. Uh, Liv and Raquel were there to, I guess kind of tend to her is what it seemed like. But Becky and Trish showed up, I guess like a few seconds later and they were kind of accusing them of doing it. So Lita couldn't compete in the tag match for the tag titles that night. And then so later we got Becky and Trish versus Liv and Raquel for the women's tag team championships. Uh, Liv and Raquel won. Uh -huh. And Trish Stratus turned on Becky Lynch, which we've been talking about for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. It finally happened. It did. It happened like, hardcore. Watching it on Monday, like I feel like everyone saw it coming. They 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 didn't really do a great job of making that a big surprise. Mm -hmm. No, no, they didn't at all. You're uh, Joe's very tired. Yeah. What's wrong, bud? I'm sleepy. Dude, it's seven thirty. 
at night. <laughs> yeah, the sun's still up. Relatively. Sort of. It's not dark out. You're just being such a sleepy bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> I still got my barrow. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, with this uh, Trish and Becky thing, reports are saying that that's probably in the works for SummerSlam, which I think pre-sale tickets went on sale this week or something like that, and that's happening in the D- Detroit where the Lions play. Mm. Not the Lions from the circus. The Lions, the NFL team, in case you were wondering, Joe. From from the circus of Michigan. Yes. We'll have to ask Dewey if Michigan is really a circus. I'm pretty but. sure it is. I, I think I saw a documentary about that. They have tents and everything. Really? No. <laughs> um, but the thing the thing that I saw that I really hope they incorporate, and I somebody else on Twitter said this. But apparently a few years ago, there was a tag team match on TV where it was Becky and somebody versus Trish and somebody. Um, and I think Becky's team lost and like Trish's partner and Becky's partner. Uh, something happened where Becky got taken out, basically, and Trish like came to her aid. Now, what this Twitter user was hoping is that the whole reason that Trish turned on Becky this time was because despite Trish, all like a few years ago, coming to Becky's aid, she still picked Lita to be her tag team partner and yeah. win the tag team championships instead of Trish. And that's why Trish is upset. And that's why she turned on her. I just think so. Here, Here's my honest opinion about this whole thing. It's Trish wants the spotlight and the spotlight is on younger talent. That's the easiest story to tell. Right. So, I mean, I think that's the story that they are telling is Becky. Becky is big time. Bex. Big time. <laughs> time. Um, Geez, your microphone cut that out, actually. Big time. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> um, Becky Lynch is big time. Trish Stratus used to be the hottest name in in the women's division. So she's jealous. It's a very wrestling feud to have. Right, but if just like for like once in their life for WWE, if they could just call upon this one moment that happened I don't know how many years ago. It hasn't it's been less than 5 years. Allegedly. I'm pretty sure it has. Uh where they just call upon this moment and it doesn't even have to center around that but just be like that like it could be a whole jealousy thing and then Trish also just brings that up. Just a little bit of continuity for, yeah. you know, things that happened years ago. You know, I understand when people are there week to week and they don't do continuity stuff, but Trish hasn't been back many times, if not like at all between those two events happening. It would be very fair to say that that's why she turned on Becky or uh-huh. at least one of the reasons. No, it's it, it'd be fine. It'd be good. I just don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But that's what I would want to happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Other stuff on Raw. Um, looks like they're setting up. So I saw something. Oh, actually, I, no, I took a screenshot of this. I should talk about this right now because they had. Yeah. Somebody put up a picture of the rumored card for Backlash. Okay. So we already talked about Cody Brock. Um, It looks like. Wow, I'm an idiot. Um, so I guess the six man tag's not happening, and the rumored the rumor right now is a rematch for the tag titles. Um, th- th- actually, I don't think any of this can be really true anymore. 
because yeah. So I would say the six man tag could probably still happen. It also says raw women's championship, triple threat, Bianca, Asuka and Bailey. I don't think that's happening after what happened on Monday. Um, Bailey came out of Adam Pierce's office saying that she got a title shot and that she came out and she was like, when, when I beat Bianca, then I can get you guys a women's tag title match talking to EO and Dakota. And I mean, a little trouble in paradise there with dam with damage control, your narrative, because they seemed upset that Bailey was once again, getting another title shot instead of one of them. And Bailey reluctantly gave it to EO who was in the triple threat match later in the night and she beat Mia Yim and Piper Niven, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. So EO Sky is getting a shot at Bianca. I don't know if that's going to be a backlash, if it's going to be next week, if it's going to be a triple threat match at backlash or something like that, where there's going to be another contender match, but we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh on the other side of the women's championship, uh, rumor the rumored picture has Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, another rumored match is Lashley versus Bronson Reed, who they had a match on Raw on Monday, which was a big meaty men slapping meat match. They slapped so much meat, so much meat. It was. Kind of like a, it was, it was kind of just like a reckless match, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought, yeah, it was barely a match and more of just a brawl. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of, if, if they're going to take the feud that way, I would love that. And then maybe put some sort of stipulation on the backlash match since by then, like that'll probably be their, it'll definitely at least be their second match. If not their third, they should put some sort of stipulation on it or just like up until backlash, like every week on raw, we just see them fighting backstage and beating the shit out of each other. Mm -hmm. Like every now and then I just love a feud like that. Yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta, there's, they're just always finding each other backstage or somewhere and just beating the piss out of each other. Yes. And if there's one thing I know, in life, it's that Bronson, sorry, not Bronson, uh, Bobby Lashley will slap meat. Oh, yeah, that is for sure. Big time meat slapper that Bobby Lashley is. Uh, another rumored match, Intercontinental Championship match. It's not Gunther and Sheamus. It's Gunther and L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will it actually happen? Probably not. This is what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I would think that it would be Gunther and Sheamus just based off what we saw this week. I have no idea what the validity of this picture is. But I feel like it's more fun to just talk about this picture that could or could not be fake and just point holes in it or poke mm -hmm. holes in it. Um, Bad Bunny and Ray versus Dom and uh, Damian Priest or Sub and Damian Priest. I think that's definitely going to happen based off of what we saw this week. I think Raw Ray had a match against Finn. Um, which also there was a report that came out of that where WWE's like concerned about Finn Balor. What do you mean concerned? Uh just like his workload while he's like hurt still. He had a grade two calf tear that almost sidelined him from Mania. He had 14 staples put in his head after the Mania match. Uh, with Edge and Hell in a Cell. Mm -hmm. And he's just still out there working every week. I mean, I love him for it, but should be should be trying to get yourself 100%. Like, you don't need to go out there and wrestle every week when your stable has four people in it. Yeah. You know, you can be sidelined for a bit. Maybe give Damian Priest a, a couple matches here and there since he didn't wrestle at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And did not win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I'm just, just going to say that. Point that out real quick. Yeah. Uh, and then the last match that's rumored, which this is obviously definitely not happening. Uh, it says women's tag team titles, Becky and Lita versus Ronda and Shayna. No, it's not happening. Um, yeah, like we already said, Liv and Raquel won. So, I mean, it could be Liv and Raquel versus Ronda and Shayna. 
Yeah. And I'll uh, tell you, if, that, I don't if think that's happening, healthy. I don't either. So I don't really, I mean, could she be by then? Maybe. But if that match happens, I'm picking Ronda and Shayna. Yeah, for sure. Liv and Raquel, transitional champions, which mm-hmm. is actually the rumor that I'm seeing. So who knows? Um, let's see what that didn't cover for Raw because that covered a lot of shit. Uh, let's see. I think the there's two things that I didn't cover. The Cody promo where mm-hmm. he called out Brock Lesnar, which you already alluded to. But there's one part of it where people online were going absolutely bananas. Do you remember what it was? No. Go ahead and say it. Cody said the words and called it WrestleMania backlash, Joseph. Ooh. I mean, what bigger hint do you need to just know that Vince McMahon is definitely still in power? <laughs> I don't also, know. Also, also I'm feeling all right, so I'm going to do it. Wow. Yeah, I I don't know what happened, but in like the last 30 minutes, I mean, I did take uh did take a little little pain medication before mm-hmm. I started here. So, good. Maybe that's kicking in, which I mean, obviously just is not good to be having with alcohol. Uh-huh. But you know, my body, my choice. Am I right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh all right. The last thing that I wanted to talk about, which probably was the thing that I loved the most from Raw, which is kind of crazy, but this Alpha Academy Usos match. Yeah. It was awesome. And Good. Otis was, was an absolute star, Otis. And like they're turning them face and I'm going to be loving that seeing them as faces. Mm-hmm. Chad Gable's mm, thank you is finally going to get way over with the crowd instead of him doing it in a heelish fashion. And the whole shoosh thing, like sort of like it was at the beginning, but then they like stayed firmly heels. Like now if they're turning him face, like, oh man, I'm just going to love that so much. Yeah, me too. It's going to be good. Speaking of good, should we move past NXT? No, I'm just kidding. Should we move on to NXT? I would love that. Okay. What do you want to talk about for NXT, Joseph? Um. Well, I guess we should talk about Carmelo Hayes. So the show opened... Mello was out there. He talked about the fact that there's a fatal four-way match to determine a number one contender during the show. He told Braun... I almost said Braun Strowman. He told Braun Breaker that he should be the fourth person in the match. Uh, the other three people were Grayson Waller, JD McDonough, and Dragon Lee. That did not turn out to be the case. It actually turned out to be Duke Hudson who was in the match. Joe is putting his foot on his laptop camera, blocking it so that I can't see him beating off. Joe, that's disgusting. I'm not beating off. You can't prove that. I can see it right now. I'm watching you. No, look, Ma, no hands. (laughs) You did. You did actually, though, put your sock on the camera, which is just gross. Did I? Yeah, you're you're doing it again. That's my my sock. That's my leg. My sock. Your leg. My sack is black. Your sack is black. (laughs) Sack is black. I hit the sack. (laughs) Um, fuck, I don't remember what. Oh, yeah. So Duke Hudson was the fourth person in the match. Um, I kind of zoned out when he said that he was going to be in the match, but Braun Breaker did interrupt his. MVP ceremony. He was crowned the MVP of Chase University. And Braun Breaker interrupted that to a chorus of boos, which was probably one of the 
one good things that the CWC has done in a while. Just yeah. booed the shit out of Braun Breaker, but they're supposed to now. So who knows if that was just them being cool or not? I doubt it. Um, so yeah. Going into that main event match, since we're still on the topic, we had, like I said, Duke Hudson, Grayson Waller, JD McDonough, and Dragon Lee. Very good match. The thing that surprised me the most, though, Joe, was the winner. And hand up, I was very wrong. Grayson Waller won the match. Mm-hmm. He's now the number one contender for the NXT championship. Weird. He faces Mello in two weeks at Spring Breakin', I think is what the show is called. I don't know, something like that. And yeah, I said that they should be building up Grayson to be the contender at the SummerSlam premium live event that NXT does if they do one. And it just doesn't seem like, I mean, they obviously still could, but like Grayson, like that was my whole point behind picking Johnny Gargano at stand and deliver. Like Grayson loses. Maybe he loses another big match after that goes in a downward spiral, builds himself back up by the time SummerSlam rolls around. And that's when he faces mellow. But Mm -hmm. maybe they're doing it quickly to call somebody up. I don't know. Like Grayson. Like Grayson. I mean, that that would make the most sense as to why they're having him have this match. But I don't know. What do you think? I honestly don't know. Like, honestly, they could call anybody up. Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller, that's it. Uh, well, Mitt Carmelo is the champ, so probably not. To me, it doesn't seem like they're really going to call anybody up at this point. Yeah, I think so too. But but someone's going to get drafted. Yeah, but of like that, with the, I'm sure with the draft coming up so soon, we still don't know when, but it will be soon. It seems like all the people that we think or thought could be getting drafted are in some sort of storyline with the exception of like Zoe Stark who was on TV this week but she's not in like a prominent especially like a a prominent title match feud like it looks like she's going to feud with Roxanne maybe yeah I don't know maybe they'll have a match at spring breaking and Zoe will lose and then get called up drafted Uh, yeah, yeah I don't know Maybe Grayson will lose and get and get drafted. I I really don't know. There's no, there's honestly, dude, there's zero way of knowing. There really isn't. I bet WWE doesn't even know right now. They're actually there's that's that's almost certain that they don't know who they're calling up at this point. Yeah. Um. So that was uh, most of the. I mean, really, that was the only huge thing on NXT. Um, the other big stuff, Cora Jade, she looks like she was, she's going to be in a feud with, uh, Lyra Valkyria. I still don't really know anything about Lyra Valkyria. Yeah. I think she's from another country. Yep. She definitely has the accent that makes it seem like she's not from the United States. That's good. Good, good observation of you, Joe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not the feud being good. Maybe, maybe not the match being good. Like I said, I don't know a whole lot of about Lyra Valkyria yet. I think she's good. But I guess time will tell, you know? Yeah, I'd like to see how she handles this first big major singles feud. Major singles feud? Yeah. I mean, she just, she was in the ladder match at Stand and Deliver. She lost. There wasn't a ton of build for that. Like she won a qualifying match and then like the build for that match wasn't great. Yeah. It mostly revolved around Roxanne being quote unquote stripped of the title and then not and then coming back and being in the match. So who knows? We'll see about that. Um, and then all the other feuds right now. Let's see. Dragonov looks like he's going to be feuding with Dijak. That'll be good. And then Tony D and Stack's going to be feuding with Pretty Deadly. Like mm-hmm. the thing I'm the thing I enjoy about NXT is that Stand and Deliver's over. And really, the only thing that's still kind of nagging as far as a feud from that goes is uh, 
Melo and Braun. Yeah. And they didn't even like come face to face this week. It was really just the last week stuff. And Braun wasn't even in the number one contender match this week. So who knows? Nobody. I guess there was a there was a rematch this week for the women's tag team championships as well. Yeah. But we've got major trouble in the Briggs and Jensen world. Brooks Jensen pushed Josh Briggs this week. Right into a ditch. Yeah, right into that ditch that we call the steel reinforced steel stairs. Yep. <laughs> and they were boys. They still could be. But Maybe. who knows? Oh. All right. I think that's all we have for NXT. Right? That's all I had. All right. Then let's get into the dynamite. All right. All right. Like so I said earlier, I didn't watch it. So, so dynamite is going to drive. Dynamite starts with a uh, Darby Allen match, and he faces Swerve Strickland for like the seventh time or something like that. And uh, the commentary team the entire time is like, they fought each other a bunch. They each have each other's number. But I think that Swerve has the edge here. Well, guess what? So he lost. Swerve didn't have the edge. Mm. Darby Allen had the edge. And after that, MJF comes out and he starts shooting a promo on him and basically talking about how good he is, um, but how he's not good enough to beat MJF and take Triple B. Okay. Um, That's that's pretty much the whole thing. And then Sting came out and he said that how, he talked about how Darby Allen is not his stepson, but more like it's more like uh, Sting is Darby Allen's cheerleader. And then he gave a call out to Ric Flair and he said that Ric Flair was his cheerleader back in the day. So he'll always have respect for him there. And is that, that when pretty... he got the pom poms out? Yeah, that's when he got the pom poms out and started throwing <laughs> them to Emmett MJF. Okay. So the other thing that I read online today is the another thing that Sting said was that he said that basically I, I don't know the words, but he's he can see the light at the end of the tunnel as far as his career goes. Yeah, which I think is fair. Like the dude is sixty five, I'm pretty maybe sixty six at this point. Yeah, something like that. He's super old for a wrestler. Yeah. Um so and that's why he threw pom-poms at MJF. Because he's old? Because he's old and senile. And <laughs> senile people always throw pom-poms. That is true. Uh, remember that one time that it happened? Yeah. Because I don't. I don't remember. You remember. All right. <clears throat> um, the other thing that I wanted to say about this segment, because I listened to the Fightful podcast uh recapping dynamite today because I couldn't watch it. Um somebody because they like do theirs on YouTube and they do it live. So somebody wrote in the chat who was at Dynamite in Milwaukee last night said that uh, I guess like when MJF came out during a commercial break, he said that um apparently he he apparently said that the only famous person from Milwaukee was Jeffrey Dahmer. Is that true? <laughs> I can't yeah. think of any other famous person from Wisconsin or wherever the fuck you just said. Milwaukee is in Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. I can't think there of There are anybody. probably other famous people and probably way more famous. Well, I don't know about way more famous. Infamous. A lot of people know who Jeffrey a lot of people know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. That's only because of the documentary. <laughs> yeah. But there's probably a lot of famous people who are from Milwaukee. Yeah, maybe. Not like, just Jeffrey uh, Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. I think he's from there. That may or may not even be true. There's no... I, I'm pretty sure there's zero way of knowing. That is... That's probably like the truest. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Orange Cassidy versus Buddy Matthews. Who do you think should I heard... have won here? I think they got it right with Orange Cassidy winning. Okay. The only reason I say that, because this was for the title, right? 
Yes, for the international championship. So strictly because it was for the title. Um, I know AEW's done double champs a lot, but buddy, like House of Black, still the trio's champs. Unless yes, I unless they swapped them to somebody else on Rampage one week. I don't think they did. <laughs> so I just don't think that it was time to make Buddy Matthews a double champ. Like Orange Cassidy is doing great things with the international championship. I do think he should lose it soon, and I wouldn't mind seeing Buddy Matthews as the champion. Um, but had I watched that live last night, I would have been thinking the whole time, like, oh, there's no way that Buddy Matthews is winning this match, and then Orange Cassidy wins. I think they need to book Orange Cassidy against someone like that who a viewer like myself would think, there's no way that this person loses to Orange Cassidy, or sorry, beats Orange Cassidy, and then they do actually beat Orange Cassidy, and that should be like some big surprise. Yeah. Well, Orange Cassidy has done a done great things for that title. He has indeed leveled it up. Like Shazam. Like Shazam. Did you ever go watch that, by the way? I did. Do they say level up a lot? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. Um. But yeah, like... He should not have the title much longer. Like, I think starting last night should have been the it like right now should be starting last night should be the start of like he could lose it any one of these matches. Because so I feel like he has a match for the title every week. Apparently, after last night, Orange Cassidy is like the winningest AEW champion of all time. Oh, as far as number of defenses? Yeah. Well, that's because MJF never fucking wrestles and Mox Mox defended a lot. That's I will true. Say that sometimes inappropriately. Like, is it appropriate that he is defending on this random week at Dynamite? But still, Mox defended a lot. But apparently, Orange Cassidy, with his defenses in other countries, is the most winningest champion. Who did he pass, Moxley or Omega? Probably, oh, probably Omega actually. Yeah, I don't really know. I would I would assume it's Moxley because he was a face. Kenny was a heel when he was champion, and heel champions don't typically defend a lot. But Kenny did hold it for, what, almost 300 days. Yeah, it had to do with defenses, not time. Right. Yeah, and then Orange Cassidy, I feel like, is defending it every week. So Yeah. There is that. So, yeah, I guess it was bound to happen at some point. Good for him, I guess. Yeah, I wish I wish they would do stuff like that with the TNT title and the TBS title and stuff like that and like defend them every week. Yeah, or like but, switch them up at least. I wish that too, but realistically, do you think Taya Valkyrie is uh, taking the championship off of Jade? Didn't they already had a match? Didn't they? I don't know if it did, or the did title. It, if I they think did, they already had a match. Or on Battle of the Belts. I don't remember. I think uh, they already had a fair. match for the title and Jade won. So I okay. don't think it'll be Taya. I think Jade's going to go for way longer than what we think. Okay. I saw a graphic this week with the question of who loses first, Jade Cargill or Hook? Or Roman. Well, really, it was just between like the two undefeated AEW wrestlers. Okay, that's fair. Who would you say? I say Cargill. You think she loses first? No, I think she loses last. Okay. It's it's tough for me to say because Hook wrestles very seldomly, but so does Cargill, I feel like. Car- Cargill wrestles on Rampage and Battle of the Belts, like, I, I feel like a lot. So we never see it, and we're seeing her win streak climb up and up and up. Hook rarely wrestles. He was there this week, but I don't think he was in that match, right? No, he wasn't. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. But I th- I think I would agree with you that it would be Cargill just because she wrestles more often. I I really don't know. It's tough to say. Maybe they do them both on the same night. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the two returns. 
One okay. is exciting. It is the Young Bucks coming into the defense of Kenny and uh what are you laughing at? We'll get to well, I'm oh. laugh I'm laughing <laughs> at your your new hatred for Jeffrey Jeffrey J? Uh it's greater than six months hatred, I think. Uh, we just haven't seen him. Yeah. So <laughs> you threw me off. Uh, All right, so the, yes, the, 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 the young BBC bucks are back. The, the elite. Okay. The, the young bucks are back. They come to the defense and then they, they like with, with Kenny Omega pull out a screwdriver and they're going to attack someone and then, or they're going to attack Mox and then Claudio like pulls him out of the ring and Mox doesn't get screwdrivered. Is, Ooh, I did, are, I did are, not see the screwdriver thing on the clips that I watched, but they, they brought in a screwdriver. No one got hit with a screwdriver. Okay, it, it was like a we want we want uh, revenge, and they didn't get it. So we could talk about where this is going to lead, but I think in the build up to where this is going to lead, I don't think we'll see the Bucks in any matches because, oh, really? well, one of them one of them was wearing the special like healing tape, right? On their shoulder, yeah. But and the everyone, other one was everyone wearing wears, everyone wears. And the other one was wearing a sleeve, like yeah. Matt was wearing a sleeve and Nick was wearing the tape. Like they're banged up still. So yeah, I think that doesn't. Whenever mean we see the going Bucks to do a, a blood and guts match. Oh yeah, but that wouldn't be for like another month. Yeah, that's fair. so. I think in the like leading up to this blood and guts match, or if it goes all the way to double or nothing, if they need more time, where they do something like. Anarchy in the arena, stadium stampede, yada yada, that kind of shit. Instead of blood or guts, blood and guts, sorry, not or. Um, they'll just be in like brawls that are pre-taped, a little bit safer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Backstage, maybe brawls that come out ringside or something like that. I don't know where it's not like a match where they're doing crazy <sighs> spots. Yeah, I think that's how we'll see that. And then, like I said, I said we'd talk about where it leads to, but we already alluded to blood. It's got has to be blood or guts, blood and guts. Why can't I say and? Because um, you're stupid. Yeah, that's true. Or it's got to be anarchy in the arena at double or nothing. Uh huh. But I think it should be blood and guts if the Bucks are good to go in time. Yeah. Even if they're not, it's AEW. They'll clear anyone. <laughs> yeah, Saray is an AEW. What about the uh, the other big return, Joe? Your the favorite. Other, the other return is Jeffrey J. Dahmer or Hardy. <laughs> Yay! And are you excited about it? Not particularly. Um. I think I saw a bunch of tweets this morning, like a few tweets this morning from like the uh, reporter accounts saying that um, so-and-so is back, like someone is backstage. And then I saw the video of Jeff Hardy returning. And I feel like if I had been watching live, I would have seen it coming. Yeah. I'm also kind of tired of the, like, I hate seeing the tweets where like I just accidentally find out that there's this big surprise revealed for the night or you could just not open Twitter. I could, but like what am I supposed to do during commercial breaks? I don't know. Play Provide me a solution, Joe. Okay. All right. Um probably not gonna do that. Okay. Every commercial break? Every commercial break. Shooting blanks, half well, not even halfway through the show. I, I didn't say finish. I just said just play, play with a little. Joe, look, look the up commercial a little breaks. Are, Rose. The commercial breaks are like three minutes long. Of course, I'm going to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the fifth time. That's that might actually be true. Um, but yeah, beside that point, like, am I excited about Jeff Hardy being back? Quite honestly, no. Because he's done. He Matt Hardy is not fun to watch. Jeff Hardy, I can't imagine he's going to be fun to watch. Um, 
they had a big match last year, maybe whenever they had a big match against the Young Bucks and it wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh so like they just don't have anything left really. And I mean, I don't blame them. They've put their bodies through literally everything that you possibly could in the ring. They're in a like, lot of pain. Like alcoholism and drug addiction. Well, in the, you know, coping mechanisms. <laughs> but that's part of the thing is like, I don't want to see Jeff come back, put himself through a bunch of pain and then revert back to those ways again as well. Yeah. You know, despite how you feel about him, and I I also hate the fact that he's done what he's done. It's it's hard to root for a guy who like the reason that he chooses drugs and alcohol most likely is because he's in a lot of pain from his job and then he continues to choose to put himself in a lot of pain which is inevitably going to put him back in that spot. Yeah. You kind of, it kind of makes me, I don't know, dare I say, lose a little respect for him. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not just that. Cause like he's got to make money. I, I don't, I honestly don't care that, that he abuses drugs and abuses alcohol. Like, okay. That, that happens. It's that he continues continuously, despite the money he has from his years and years of service to the industry and the other options that he has. It's that he continuously, selfishly puts himself behind the wheel of, of a car and puts other people at risk. I, if he if he kills himself, that's that's fine. Honestly, like I don't want that to happen, obviously, but if he kills himself, that's 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 on him. But well, if, yeah, he, definitely. if he hurts another person behind the wheel of a car, I don't respect him. Has he yet? I don't think so. I think he's gotten extremely lucky. Yeah, that is very lucky. Like, what you know that, what he needs? He just needs a driver. That's what I'm saying is he has he has money. There's no way he doesn't unless he owes owes somebody. But he has money. Drugs are expensive, Joe. I, yeah, but I'm pretty sure I and I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's a prescription drug user. Mm, those and, are even more expensive. Well, unless you have health insurance, which I'm sure you gotta he have does. that good health insurance. Then. But that that's that's the thing that bothers me the most is that is that he has the means. Like so many others don't because he got lucky and got into the wrestling industry and made has made millions but he still continues to choose to put himself behind a wheel and put other people at in danger i don't yeah. respect him that's the re- other thing that that's the other thing that makes it tough to root for him is that he continuously makes that choice yeah and it's um, the same, it's the same way with uh uh what is it jimmy, jimmy? or jay yeah i jimmy. think it's jimmy yeah I completely agree. Uh, it would. It's tough. I mean, you know, sometimes I like to, I I like to hope that we could disagree on some stuff, but I mean, not a topic I really want to disagree with you on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So we, I, I don't know. Uh, guess we're gonna be seeing Jeff Hardy every now yeah. and then on dynamite now when, when it all comes down to it that's why i can't get excited about seeing jeff hardy is cuz inevitably he's going to drive drunk yeah or drugged or it doesn't matter you know yeah he's screwed up so many times it seems that he doesn't want to make a change mhm yeah i mean maybe maybe we should be the first podcast to really shed some light on like you know hey jeffrey J is actually just a huge piece of shit he is so is jimmy <laughs> <laughs> maybe we just need to educate some folk you're like hey never meet your heroes <laughs> yeah that's what they say yeah all right um i didn't really have anything else for dynamite 
I didn't need it. You're a little bit over an hour. So that's kind of where I wanted to be here with this show, not having a retro to talk about. So we're going to wrap up. Uh, Next week, we will have a retro. I don't remember what it is. I'm going to look it up. I don't remember the last one we watched. I don't know. There's no, uh, there's one way of knowing. I know one of the ones we watched recently was Judgment Day 2000. So I'll go to that Wikipedia page. After that was King of the Ring 2000, which we watched. Then after that was Fully Loaded, which we watched. So this, Joe, we're watching SummerSlam 2000 this week. That sounds like it could be a good, a good pay-per-view. Yeah. Does. Am I right? Sounds like it could be a heck of a time. Sounds like we're going to have a lot of fun watching that. Yeah. Separately. And then talking about it next Thursday. Oh, it's going to be a great time. And then we'll be talking about um, more fallout, maybe more buildup to a WWE draft, more buildup to WWE backlash. AEW. I didn't even say the word lull period yet. I don't, are they, are they in a lull period? We, we should be trying to build up towards uh double or nothing, but also are they doing a blood and guts show? Who knows? Cause they definitely appear to be building up for that. And then NXT has that spring break in show in two weeks. So I guess we'll find out what's going on with that next week. Yep. Even more. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe. We'll catch you on down the road. <laughs>